0: great white death. Ah, it's only got part of the state. And, oh, well. Oh, well. Hunker down. Enjoy your evening. Get back. I suppose we in the 40s this weekend. So whatever falls uh, today is probably going to be the majority of the way gone by next Tuesday. So enjoy the whiteness while it's here. And just be safe and then we'll all survive and we'll get back at it again on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So there you have it. Uh, the Bill Michaels show on the air. We're glad to have you today. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Over on your, uh, your phone. If you want to shoot us up on Twitter, you can give us a shout there at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. You can also find us, uh, Ben Z Kenny producing the program at Ben Z Kenny. You can find him there. Also, you can find us over on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Show. Instagram, the same. YouTube, we uh, appreciate it when you subscribe, as many of you have. And go to youtube.com slash Show. Same thing on Twitch TV. You can find us email, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The website, thebillmichaels.com. And you can find all the podcasts and all that kind of stuff on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and over there on uh, on uh, Google Podcasts. Ben Kenny, uh I know it's uh, snowing a
1: little bit out in Madison. What are you guys expecting there? I don't know. And honestly, <laughs> the la- so last Thursday obviously, I'm in on the morning show and uh-huh. they had a big forecast for snow. Yet all morning when we were on air, they'd canceled school, but no snow was coming down. So we did go on a mini rant about how stupid the weather projections were and how it right. wasn't snowing. And then, as soon as we went on air, it proceeded to snow a foot. So I am going to stay away from projecting and just I, I'll rely on the people. If there's big okay. snowfall, they'll send me pictures, and I will report it. Gotcha. Okay, I can go along with that. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, oh well, so be it. But it only happens know. on Thursdays, which is which is somewhat ridiculous. You're noticing a trend, huh? I might have, yeah, it. there's only been one Thursday in the last two months it has not snowed, and that was Groundhog Day. And I might have angered Mother Nature when I talked about the weather and Wisconsin's offense, whether they can mm-hmm. pass the ball. And since uh-huh. then, Mother Nature, because we do our show in Sun Prairie, I have to drive all the way there, Mother Nature gotcha. slapped me in the face. Uh, Well, she wouldn't be the first person to do that. No, she would not. No. <laughs>
0: Ah, uh, glad everybody's safe so far. So uh, we got uh, we got some stuff to get to today. By the way, you start off. We had a couple of wins in the Milwaukee area yesterday. The Admirals. They do one of those. Uh, uh, the Admirals. Every now and then, we'll get people in the Milwaukee market that'll say, "Where'd you go? What happened?" And it's because uh, the station we are on, the Big 9 the Big Nine Twenty in Milwaukee. Uh, they air the Admirals games, and the contract is that the Admirals games, all of them, air on nine twenty. Well, what they do is they play day games for school kids, which is kind of cool. Minor league teams will do that. So yesterday was a day game for the school kids. So uh, the uh, we were off the air there, but we are back. But uh, we got an Admirals win yesterday, and then a Marquette win over Xavier last night for the top spot in the Big East. Um, Xavier, do we over Xavier? Not Xavier. Xavier. No, no, no. It's under Xavier. It's a good one. It's hard to beat Xavier. Yeah, it's hard to beat Xavier when you don't even know how to pronounce it. Um, But do we start looking at Marquette as some sort of very quietly
1: emerging powerhouse, Ben? I I must put my hand up and say I've only watched one of their games this season when Wisconsin somehow beat them. Uh, I have Mm -hmm. seen the chatter, though, and a lot of it is... People are very impressed at Chaka Smart for how he didn't do much in the portal this offseason, from what I can understand. Right. And yet they were projected ninth or 11th in the Big East, and now I think they're in first with last night's win. So power is right. a very strong word. They still haven't won a tournament game in correct forever. So yep. I, I don't want to throw around the word power. I, I will say they're ascending.
0: Okay. Are we now... Um, how, how do I, are we now opening our eyes to Marquette again?
1: Is that a good way to put it? If they win some tournament games, then maybe.
0: Well, but we're, but we would be remiss if we didn't pay attention to them. Then all of a sudden in the tournament, the only time we would pay attention is when they win a tournament game. You know, you, you gotta, you, <laughs> you gotta, first of all, you gotta win enough games to get in. Which is what, you know, the, the Badgers are battling for. Where Marquette at this point, they're in. I, I think without a doubt. So that's my, that's my, that's why I say, are we starting to open our eyes to what Marquette has to offer? And what Shaka Smart is doing?
1: Right? We have to be. I, I think many people are. Okay. It's, it's hard for me because I'm here in Madison. And right. I'm, I follow the Badger so closely. And there is the rivalry. But, well, there are times that, that you got
0: if you want to watch a Marquette game, it's either not there or you really got to search for it. And and, and that that's the, I agree with you. Sometimes it's it's hard. It's hard to find a Marquette game. So I understand that. And and so the Badgers are on much more because of the Big Ten Network, much more than what uh, Marquette is. But I I would agree with you. We're just uh, we don't get a chance to see enough of Marquette. So I completely understand it. Um, So that, that we got that going on as that team uh, begins to emerge, if you will. Marquette fans will tell you they're already, you know, this is it. This is one of those teams. Shaka Smart's got them on the right track. They're going all the way, yada, yada, yada. But uh, the rest of the world is kind of sitting back with their arm kind of like folded and their elbow on their arm and their hand on their chin going, hmm, maybe they are better than what I thought they would be. I think record-wise, you'd obviously have to go in that direction, but we'll wait and see. But I, but I'm paying attention, paying attention to what Marquette's got going on, and then here we go. The comment. It just, you know, I thought today when I when I finished up last night, I, I went out and I did some running around last evening, and I was over at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill, and I love that that place over there. I went over there yesterday for a little bit, and then I ran out the new mail and said hi to the gang there. And I picked up my my weight loss in a box, which I'm going to have to explain because I'm not fully. Uh, I got to go through the website and everything because it's kind of it works in conjunction with. So I'm, I'm excited about it, but uh, I'm going to start that on Monday after I read about it and sit down for this weekend. Uh, so I'm going to do that. But I I went to those two places. I did a little run around. Came home last night. I got a cigar, got a couple of beers. I sat down at the bar. Started doing some work. Flipped on some games. Was watching college hoops and uh and I I thought you know let's talk about a lot of different things I was even watching NASCAR last night because remember we're we're only a, you know you got the Daytona 500 coming so the, the the giant Super Bowl of NASCAR even though I that that clash in the Coliseum or what the hell ever they call it is one of the dumbest things I think I've ever seen and which is the reason I pay absolutely zero attention to it um but we got NASCAR coming I thought there's a lot of different stories here you know, a lot of good things. You know, we know Matt Kenseth has gone into the NASCAR Hall of Fame. You know, we've, we've got Jimmy Johnson coming back. He's going to do the one-time, try to win the Daytona 500. There's some nostalgia there. There's some star power coming back. I'm thinking, you know, okay. And then Tiki and Tierney, It's it's. I'm listening to it nationally this morning. I was out. I uh, went over to the gym, went and got my hair cut, dropped off some uh, dry cleaning, And I flip on Mad Dog, I flip on Barstool, I flip on ESPN, and it's just all Aaron Rodgers all the time. It just is. And then the question becomes twofold. One is, should he or should he not retire just a Packer? Should he just stay and call it a day? You know, just stay, work it out, get this thing done, run it back. Or if he goes somewhere else, say like New York, with Aaron Rodgers and the, yeah, sure, you know, hey, Aaron, are you vaccinated? Yeah, yeah, I'm immunized. Or, hey, Aaron, you know, I heard the thumbs broke. No, it's hurt. Oh, okay. So the little, you know, cryptic double talk and, you know, the the media that's not supposed to question him but is, but when he gets on Pat McAfee and says it and people talk about it, but he doesn't want people talking about him but he'll go on and talk about it and all that kind of stuff. And, and so... On the Tiki and Tierney show, they had a message for Aaron Rodgers. If you plan on coming to New York, buddy, you better be able to handle it. Here's what they had to say. Basically, shut the hell up, Ian. And Schefter, too. And Schefter, but forget Schefter because Rappaport's our
2: guy, right? Basically, shut the hell up. Stop talking about me. And as I'm reading the full quotes, I mean, you heard the snippets, but as I'm reading the full quotes from his Pat McAfee, Um, uh, a weekly appearance talking about Schefter talking about Rappaport basically saying I've been nobody knows what's going on with me except for me and stop talking about me it just made me start to realize that if he is that sensitive that he gets upset that people reporters, opinion makers uh, influencers, whoever want to talk about him He is going to struggle in New York, and I don't know if it's the right fit for him. I don't know if I want him in New York, if this is going to be his reaction to things that don't matter, right? If Aaron Rodgers doesn't want people talking about him, talking about his offseason, talking about his personal life, talking about all these things Mm -hmm. that are going on with Aaron Rodgers, he needs to stop talking. But when you go and you're doing something that feels odd, to normal society, which is going to sit in a cabin in the woods for four days in complete uh, century isolation. It's just kind of, we're going to talk about it. You have to. It's our job to. And for him to get offended by that, he's not going to handle the intensity of the New York media scape, but that's obviously traditional media, social, and everything else. If he's here, I don't know if I want him here because it's going to turn into a quick pain in the ass. Of Aaron Rodgers is thin. Wow, that that Yikes. shallow that he's taking shots at Ian Rappaport.
0: There you go. There you go. Don't want to know. Don't know if I even want him here because he's going to be a big pain in the ass. Okay. And he can handle it. Um, I don't. I first of all, let me say I don't know if I, I buy into all of that. Uh, I just don't. I, I. Rogers has been under scrutiny for a while now. Uh, pr- pretty much ever since he chose to go on the Pat McAfee show. But I do agree. That when you get that sensitive about what's being said about you, but you're the one doing the talking, I also agree with that. That that you, you can't have it both ways. So it is what it is. You if you're gonna if you're gonna talk, people are gonna scrutinize, people are gonna listen. Why do you think that's the biggest segment? The most listened to segment of the Pat McAfee show, period. I mean, McAfee's done a lot. But can you tell me 10 big things that McAfee has done besides have Aaron Rodgers on? And when you ask people, they can't. Get sued by Brett Favre. Well, (laughs) but I'm talking about on the show. He has ripped Brett Favre. Yeah, he's ripped Brett Favre. So there's one. There's he's had a couple of good guests, but there's not much beyond that. But when Rogers is on, the world listens. Big, th- big time. Big time. So, I look. I I've defended Rogers. I've analyzed what he said. I've defended him, and there are times where I have gone after him in the sense of some of the things you say are either hypocritical, or. Um, unbelievably self-absorbed sounding, or the perception becomes reality in people's minds that you're very self-absorbed. So I mean, I you know, and some of the things that he's talked about, and and pointing fingers at players and other other players, and you know, the responsibility more. You know, he'll say yeah, I did this, but and then it, he proceeds to go through a litany of things where he blames everybody else. I've I, I've gone after him on that, but there are things that Roger says. It's like, wait a minute, come on. He, he never said that. And like we talked about yesterday, the whole oh the the packers are they have made up their mind. Who says that without quoting anybody, putting any any kind of substance behind it. And it's like we are we I mean mass media. We are hellbent in putting a wedge between him and the organization, trying to play out the same drama, as which there is, I I look some of it self created by by Aaron Rodgers, but there is that drama. It's like we're you know going through deja vu, as if we're going to relive the Brett Favre saga again. And to a certain extent, we are. Don't get me wrong, but I again, you know what I'm saying. But it's it's all of this blown up stuff. Some of it rightfully so, and some of it is just it's like he said it. Then this guy said it, then this guy said it, then this guy said it, and it's now being reported as fact, but there's no fact to it. It starts out as an opinion. So th- there's there is a lot of layers to Aaron Rodgers and what's going on. And I think sometimes you need to take a step back and say, okay, what was actually said? What is he actually doing? Why is it a big deal? Why is it not a big deal? And And, and just wait. You know, now I I get that, you know, people are saying, look, and I agree. You got to a decision's got to be made at some point, because just like before, the longer you hold on, the longer you hang, the worse it gets. It it hurts the team. It hurts your it hurts your teammates. It hurts, you know, and people say, well, it doesn't hurt them. Yeah, it does, because what your team needs to do now, granted, your team has plan A and plan B. But what you would love to hear is just, I'm all in, I'm ready to go, I want to run this thing back, I still feel good, I feel like I can win, let's do this, man. And then your team says, okay, let's go. They have one direction, one plan, one reason to do to wake up in the morning and has to do the thing in this direction. Now everybody's you know we're calling, we're talking, but we're not talking, but we can't talk until he makes a decision, maybe we will maybe we won't now's the time that a lot of groundwork is laid, and you can't do everything you want to do until you find out if he is or if he isn't coming back and what's the money going to be and what's he going to agree to and that's that's the problem it's not what he whether he wants to come back or not that that's fine, but it's the timing it's the dragging it out, it's the i've got to go into darkness it's it's all the weird ass crap. That he throws out there and, and teaches his own, but he puts it out there on display and says, this is who I am, you have to accept me. And when people say, this is goofy, this is not my cup of tea, he chastises them for the exact same thing that he wants to be accepted for. You know, it's kind of like arguing with an 18-year-old or a 17-year-old or a 16-year-old in your house so who says, mom and dad, you have to accept me for who I am. And you say, well, that's fine. But you also... We have to accept our rules and, and what we have as human beings and the respect that we deserve as your parents. I've had this discussion with my daughter before. you got to do what I want, and you've got to think this, and I've got to be able to do this and be free to be me. Okay, you want that responsibility? Here's your stuff. You're on your own. Go be you. What? Wait wait a minute. What? I, I'm not ready to go out into the world. Well, then kiss my ass. Get back in the house. Do what you're supposed to do. I'll respect you. You respect me. That's like talking to Rogers. 877 867 1670. 877 867 1670. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Ready?
2: This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
1: I mean, I wish I had the address to where 12 was because I'll pop up on him and we'll sit in the dark room and have a nice little conversation. And I'll let him know, man, you are retiring a Green Bay Packer. I don't I don't think we see 12 play anywhere else. I think Aaron Rodgers will retire a Green Bay Packer. I continue to say him and LaFleur, and I know everybody can say, you know, Aaron this, LaFleur that, whatever. But him and LaFleur have an excellent relationship. I mean, those two dudes are truly brothers. They truly love working together. So, number one, they are going to do what's right for both of them. You know, and I, I just do not see Aaron Rodgers leaving the Green Bay Packers. I think he will play there this season. Um, I don't know if he'll play another one there, but I think he will finish his career off as a Green Bay Packer.
0: Welcome back to the program. That's the words of James Jones on the K. Adams Show. Uh, and I've, I've been saying that. For a while now, Um, there is somebody, uh, I I can't remember who it was, Um, who said this, Uh, over on the the Bud Light live stream, said, uh, James, he says, if you were contemplating retirement, you'd be going through a bunch of different emotions and processes before making the decision. You act like he's supposed to tell the Packers 10 minutes after the season. Uh, let this dude take the the time he needs. Uh, nothing happening right now, except you need something to talk about james you 're a horse 's ass you really are you 're a moron. You have not listened to this show you don 't know what you 're talking about. You typed and then you actually hit enter and i don 't know how you can see without making t- taking your zipper down, but you are you couldn't be more wrong you couldn 't be more wrong if you listen to this program I have said from the from day one right after the season ended. I say, Aaron, go away. Go go take a month. Go take a month. Go contemplate what it is you want to do. Go do whatever you need to do. And then I'm going to fly out. If I'm Brian Gutekinds, so I'm going to fly out. I'm going to talk to you. And you're going to let me know. You're going to let me know. And I'm going to sit down. I'm going to say, I'm going to look you in the eye. I'm going to say, what are you thinking? And if you say, I'm back. I'm ready to go. I'm all in. Then for the 60000000 million I'm paying you, You're going to come back. You're going to work with the young guys. You're going to work with Matt LaFleur. He wants to work with you. You're going to talk to these guys, get to know these guys, get on the same page with these guys, be the leader we want you to be, not only in voice, but in action. And you need to raise, you need to raise the the level up. If you want everybody to be at your level, then help them come up to your level. Okay. Let's hit the ground running. Let's do this right. We'll run it back. Take your time, but we'll run it back. That's it. That's all I'm looking for. If he says, well, I want to do this, or maybe I don't want to do that. I don't want to come to OTAs. I really don't want to be there. I don't want to do this. I don't want to lift. I don't want to work as hard. I don't. Then it's like, you know what? Thank you very much. You made my decision for me. Talk to you later. I'm going to trade you away. Uh, are you are you in? Are you going to play? Are you leaving the, the, the $60 million on the table? You're going to do something else? And then he's going to look at you and go, oh, well, okay. no, you made my decision. You don't want to be all in. We're paying you a lot of money. We agreed and did everything you wanted us to do. All we ask is that you come in and you be all in, and don't say when I show up I'm all in. We want you to be all in. It's it's, it's a 365 a day, you know, 365 job. So then when he comes back, you're ready to go. If he says no or hems and haws about it, doesn't really want to do it, doesn't want to put the work in, doesn't want to work on his legs and his body and his core and doesn't want to work with the young guys and help this offseason grow and really kind of take another leap forward, well, then you say we're going to trade you away. You know, where do you want to go? Because we've got five or six teams we're thinking about. Is there a team that you would prefer to go to? Sure, here you go. Jets, okay. Out to the Raiders, okay, here you go. We're not going to trade you to San Francisco unless San Francisco comes up huge. So that's kind of an, uh, an option that's not really there. But, no, he should go away and make his decision. But what I've said all along, and if you've listened to the show, I have said the 28th is the date. I said circle. Ben, did I not say circle that date weeks ago?
1: You did. I You're did. trying to find the full quote. Yes, you said February 28th is when Rogers decides. There you go. That's what I said. But
0: my point is that the further he drags things like this out and hems and haws about the decision then instead of your team making one path towards a championship or towards your upcoming season of this is what we're going to do, this is how we're going to treat these things, now you've got a plan A and a plan B and a plan C. And when Wilson says, well, why would things change? You can't be that stupid. Seriously, you, you can't be. Because... If you're going to let Rodgers go and he's going to move on, now what kind of cap ramifications is that going to be? Is that going to be enough to keep David Bakhtiari, not keep David Bakhtiari? Do you want to just start things over? Do you want to go one hard hit in the jaw and put Jordan Love under center and then go out and start to spend the money? Do you want to try to run something back with Jordan Love who's going to run the offense or not run the offense? Or you know, There's a lot of decisions to make. If Rodgers is back, he wants to see Cobb. He wants to see Tanya. He wants to see Lewis. He wants to see Bakhtiari. Do you not listen? And then you come at me like I'm some kind of a crazy dumbass boy. I don't know what it is you're smoking, but put the five mass skull bong down. Go out and breathe some fresh air. Let a little snow hit you in the face. When you wake up, call the program. Until then, move. How are we looking, Ben? All right. I'm feeling good today. I love it when people that are ignorant come out of the woodwork and want to come at me. Meanwhile, James Jones thinks that uh, 12 is coming back. He's he's on board. Uh, By the way, Tommy, he doesn't have a no-trade clause, just so you know. There's no no no-trade clause in his contract.
1: Bill, I was wondering with James Jones, he said, I wish I had the address to this room that Rodgers is entering so i could go sit with him.
0: Mm -hmm. Where do you
1: think, if if you had to guess, anywhere in the country or the world, where do you think Rodgers is going to do this? Colorado. Really? I was thinking more like, like Northern Oregon,
0: <laughs> I only said Colorado is because you know since they open things up out there you know gummy wise that there's 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 got to be a place like that out there.
1: <laughs> we actually it. did some research on the morning show last week that's did it, you it's kind of expensive, it's like a couple grand, not that that matters to him, but in general. I just like well, can't it's, fathom it's paying for that experience it's It's amazing
0: the amount of money. Rich people will spend on simple things when you label it as a salon, spa, or something elite. Do you ever notice
1: that? That's a good point, yeah.
0: You know, if if he wants to be in some kind, there's darkness chambers, there's, you know, blackout capability, there's all of that. You know, so you could pretty much Google deprivation and what it is you need to go through that situation. You could pretty much do it in your own home if you wanted to.
1: That's what we brought but, up. Just like go get in the bathtub, close the door, <laughs> pull the shades down. Yeah. Put, put some you water could, in the bathtub and sit there. But <laughs> to have somebody do it and
0: set up a room and, and whatever, uh, you know, then they put all this money into it and then they charge you an exorbitant fee and say it's exclusive and it's only for a specific clientele and like it's an
1: experience right that's what it is okay so yeah maybe it it could be canada could be but i don't know if it's illegal yeah yeah i was thinking like northern oregon somewhere somewhere a little bit more remote
0: um well it could be on one of the mountains in colorado could be in, in, you know, Washington, on a mountain in Washington somewhere.
1: I feel like people in Colorado just smoke enough weed to not need to go into dark rooms.
0: You know, it, you, you could do it. Look, I, I could put some blackout curtains on a couple of cabins up in Tomahawk, and he could be up there all by himself. He could just be there with nature. That's our new business model. That, that could be, you know, listening to the birds, <laughs> listening to the squirrels drop nuts and stuff on the roof. But it's your Listen show
1: just it. blasting through the speakers for four right. days. Right.
0: Oh yeah, right. <laughs> and you hear it and you're kinda, you know, looking around and it's complete darkness and you know, then you hear the, the the snowmobile pulls up and they drop off some they drop off some food and they you hear that little slide and it goes and then in, in the slide comes food. You know, he's got a couple of things from a supper club up there, you know. And there's, that's the only light you can see is when that food comes sliding, sliding through it's just a crease for just a second and then the light's gone you know you're you're going in basically a, a one-hole privy in somebody's cabin that you hear the splash at the bottom of the bottom of the hole. <laughs> you can't get much more remote than that. Got some heat in there. That's it. We'll see you in four days. All right, talk to you later. Then he emerges. You can do that in the Northwoods, and you don't have to spend tens of thousands of dollars to do it. I'm sure there's a couple of hunters up there that would be glad to do it, you know, with you for nothing. Pause. (laughs) Hey, Aaron Rodgers is in my cabin up there. Slow down there. (laughs) Uh, Guys do this all the time when they go up into, you know, deer stands, right? There you go. That works. I can see that happening. (laughs) Okay. I'm getting my, for whatever reason, I must have hit a nerve somewhere. My phone is blowing up. I, I don't know if you can hear it when it buzzes, but it's just blowing up. 877-867-1670 hit us up. Hey, by the way, I mentioned the Admirals. Admirals were the, another win yesterday. Their quest for a Calder Cup continues. Heading in the right direction as they effort towards the playoffs. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That is MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. But uh, I am looking forward to, uh, I was talking to Scott, uh, our buddy Scott Reamer, who is now like kind of the district guy overseeing a lot of the CUNIS uh, the dealerships uh, as, boy, I tell you what, CUNIS continues to grow when it comes to CUNIS RV. But I was talking to him yesterday and I said, man, I, I just, I can't wait. I, I can't wait for the RV to get here. I can't wait for RV season. I can't wait to hit the road. I can't wait to get back out to our affiliates uh, with it and do shows and golf outings and cigar dinners and I, I mean I can't wait I'm I'm excited and uh, they have got all kinds of first of all new inventory they continue to grow I mean that Elkhorn location is magnanimous and I know they've got one up off 43 they've got them in La Crosse. they've got them off 41 they I mean they're everywhere and they continue to get bigger and bigger bigger Green Bay. Uh, So they've got dealerships all over. So if you're looking for an RV, if if they don't have it, it doesn't exist. I mean, it's just that simple. (laughs) CUNIS RV, Wisconsin's fastest-growing RV dealer. They are your travel and camping experts. So if you're in the market for a motorhome, fifth-wheel camper van, travel trailer, CUNIS RV, they got you covered. Uh, Get a hold of them and uh, tell them my buddy Scott, Scott Reamer, Scott sent you, and uh, get a good deal, whether it's new, whether it's used. You want to do a consignment on your own. And they have storage now. They're starting a concierge service. You got to ask them about that because that's on the way. So they are being innovative. They are being aggressive. They are being just everything you want in a dealer that's going to take care of you. That's Cunis Q-N-E-S, K U N E S CunisRV dot com. That is CunisRV dot com. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Find us. Hit us up. Uh... <laughs> Casey said, uh, New York, hell, he can't handle Sheboygan. Send him back up to the valley. Uh, let him come up short for the 49ers, take their future picks as well.
1: <laughs> Just
0: Yeah, then there's that. There's that side of the coin. Uh John says, Oh my God, I hope he doesn't take the advice of James Jones. It's time for him to go. He has worn out his welcome in Green Bay. Uh, John's got a lot of other profanities in there. John, let me pause for a minute. I I don't think look. Had he become been coming off of a of a successful season, um, I, I don't think this is any kind of a big deal. You know what I mean? I, I really don't. And market plunger, I'm sorry I didn't get to your your phone call. So if you want to call back, um, by all means do so. Rick says, uh, does Cunis rent RVs? I believe they do. Yes. So. Uh, I, he hasn't worn out his welcome. What? And I, again, I just call it Rogers fatigue. It's that's all it is. If he comes back and plays great, nobody cares. Nobody cares. The only time they'll care is if, you know, for whatever reason, you know, he misses a wide open receiver in the postseason, and the Packers' playoff chances go by the wayside. You know, that's it. I don't know to what extent people bring up the thumb. I know one thing, um, well, actually two. Uh, let me let me say this, two. And, and this is what I noticed this year. If you really want to get in just to the aspect of play, there are scouts that are saying, yeah, it looked like he lost a step. Yeah, it looked like his legs weren't uh, underneath him as well. His escapability, Mike Clemens and I talked about that. Greg Cosell, uh, who does the NFL matchup show and also the NFL films and breaks it down, he talked about that. If you really want to get into the technical aspect of it, I don't know what he did last offseason to prepare for the season. I don't know. To me, it looked like he didn't do as much strength and conditioning on his legs. Then the thumb was broke, and I think, okay, Jalen Hurts throws perfect passes for the majority of the game. The last pass of the game, he goes to heave it and put that extra little oomph into it. And it, the ball either slips or the wrist twists a little bit. It just doesn't come out right. And we saw the lame duck that only flew like 30 yards. I think that's kind of what was going on with Rodgers. You know, there's there was times that the thumb, it wasn't an issue. It was certain passes, flicks of the wrist, things like that. It wasn't an issue. And then on certain passes, when he needed that extra mm, to get it in there, it, it either overthrew it, underthrew it. It wasn't in the tight window that he's you know, normally placing it in. And part of that has to do with your legs. If you don't have good foot placement, good footwork, and that strength, because he's never had perfect – I mean, go back to the beginning. He had really good techniques, uh, technique and mechanics. But, you know, I mean, now this guy throws off his back foot pretty continuously, You know, which has always been a no-no in the NFL, but he, he can do it and, and get away with it. But I think when you look at the decline of play, you could probably say the thumb. You can probably say the footwork. Uh, and as the season went on we saw the accuracy get better um it was also th- there's a myriad of things people there you know it, you you want to re- you want f- something easy to point at well rogers with well, thumb was broke but he was fine he played fine here well okay but we know that Sammy Watkins missed a signal Christian Watson was hurt throughout training camp came back then got hurt again, then had a concussion, then came back. Didn't really get it together until the latter portion of the season. Romeo Dobbs was there. He started to emerge, then he got hurt. The offensive line was a jumble, so the pressure was coming from different areas. Remember, Bakhtiari wasn't ready to start the season. Elton Jenkins was coming off of uh, an ACL tear. He He looked different. He didn't look as quick, wasn't as sure of foot. It took him two-thirds of the season really to get his legs under him and once they did once that offensive line got settled then things started to get going um out a shotgun far too much and I think part of that was because of the thumb uh, I think also they fall in love with it you know so um it, you know it it, uh, it there was a lot of different reasons. There was a lot of different reasons. Uh Rodgers had open receivers he wouldn't throw the ball to. Yeah, I agree with that. You're you're I I completely agree with that. There were times that he focuses on a guy. Um I 100% Robert Tanyan was also coming back from the ACL injury. He looked a step slow. I think there was a lot of things that were in the works there and it's easy to just say it's Rodgers and it wasn't all Rodgers. And if you think it is, then that's your opinion, but it's not all the quarterback. He handles the football. He takes the majority of the the praise, so therefore he gets the majority of the blame. I understand that. But I can give you a lot of reasons why things didn't work. It's not excuses. It's reasons why. And they're legitimate. You can't just go, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. But do I think things can get better? I think things can get a lot better. I think coming into this season, Tanya's going to be a year removed from the ACL. Jenkins is going to be a, re, a year re, uh, removed from the ACL. Uh, Bakhtiari is going to be a year uh, with now playing under his belt, coming back from the knee issue. Uh, I think Zach Tom has gained a lot of experience at right tackle. They need a right tackle, whether it's Josh Nyman or whomever. But I think the offensive line is going to be more solid. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are still there. Uh, you're going to be in year two with Christian Watson. Hopefully, he comes back. He's fully healthy. He's fully ready to go. Doesn't have any impediments when it comes to the uh, when it comes to training camp. Romeo Dobbs is going to have more knowledge now. What they do with the rest of that roster, we'll wait and see. And I think Rodgers is going to be better. I, I think the last time you doubted Rodgers and you looked at him and said, "Yeah, oof, he's slipping. He's not as accurate anymore." He came back and won back to back MVPs. The problem was he faltered in the postseason. So you know i i'm not i'm not counting them out i'm just not and if you if you want to that's fine but then what are you going to do let's say he goes to the jets and he he lights it up is it because the jets are great or is it because Rodgers came in adapted in the system and lit it up they gave him pr- protection they gave him weapons they gave you know all of that starts to come into play you're not going to make excuses for a guy that's not successful because the same team had success but nowhere near that amount of success under the three different quarterbacks they ran out there last year. You know? So I, I I think he's going to have a much better season. Now, whether it's in green and gold or somewhere else, I, we'll have to wait and see. 877 867 1670. Head us up. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I want to remind you of the uh, the Nary Home Show coming up. So I know it's snowing today, but over the weekend, it's going to actually be kind of nice. So if you're uh, looking for something to do, maybe you're a homeowner or you're thinking about getting into home or home improvement and taking a look at some of the new ideas that are out there, stop over and see our gang over there at uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. They're going to be at the Wisconsin Expo Center this weekend, Friday through Sunday at the State Fair Park. All appointments that are scheduled. This weekend you go into a drawing for 1500 bucks off the replacement window or door project. So how about that? So just stop over and tell them and again, scheduling an appointment the the in-home consultations are free. So if you decide to go with them, you can you're automatically, you know, registered. So Uh, Stop over, tell them we said hi, but more importantly, you can see some of the best windows and all the innovations, whether it's a slider window, roll screens, cranks, interiors, exteriors. You can see the patio doors like I've had put in this house. So many different things Pella-wise, and uh, and believe me, it does not disappoint. Does not disappoint. Not at all. And uh, I love my Pella windows and doors. Uh, I know you will as well. And uh, I told you the other day about a negative story about Pella. And about how Gina, uh, I texted her, I said, hey, this person had a problem. She, I mean, she got into it right away. Super Bowl Sunday, she's got her staff working on this. That's because they care about customer service. If you had a bad, bad experience and you don't communicate it to them or it's just not handled right, they, they don't stop. That's just the way they are. They just really, really, really are focused on customers. Now, some things obviously are out of your control when it comes to supply and stuff. Sometimes things happen. But for the most part, man, they, they really do care. If you have an issue... They, they want to come and make it right. They want to give you so many options and so many ways to take care of things and make it right. That's the reason you want to work with them. They're just, they're just good people. So get a hold of our friends at PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. But stop in to the Nary Home Show uh, this coming weekend uh, out at the Wisconsin State Fair Park at the Expo Center. This Friday through Sunday at State Fair Park. That's our friends at Pella. 877-867-1670. This is from, uh, this from, from the buzzer. Buzzer says, hey, unit, if Rodgers does come back and they don't win a Super Bowl, will you admit that it was a failure? Depends on why they don't win it. Are you talking about bringing Rodgers back? Or are you talking about the team itself? Like, go back to the San Francisco game when they had the postseason, when they had a playoff here at Lambeau Field a couple years ago. Rodgers didn't play well. The offense didn't score enough points. I give you that. But what was the dismal failure was the coaching and not changing the offensive line back to the way it was going into the postseason. And secondly, do you remember special teams were horrific? I mean, you can't lay it all on Rogers. So will I admit it's a failure? Let's say if the defense plays soft and continues to give up points and continues to, you know live life death by a thousand cuts because of the Joe Barry schematics and philosophy. I'll admit, Matt, Matt, you know Matt Lafleur failed in not getting rid of him. Yeah, I'll admit that. But if Rodgers comes back and plays horribly, then I'll say I was wrong. Absolutely, in a heartbeat. 877-867-1670. eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's get back to the phone calls. Talk to Todd listening to us in Green Bay. Todd, how you doing today, man? What's going on? What's up?
3: Hey, how you doing? How you guys doing? It is good, uh, man. What's so it's happening? In February. Uh, good, good. In February, no snow. That's a that's a bonus. Um, a little bit on Rogers. My take on on the whole thing is, I I really feel like it's it's time to you know cut bait. Um, I thought they should have got rid of him a year ago, possibly. And when Denver was backing up the Brinks truck, uh, rumor is that the Jets are willing to do so even after two years have gone by. And mm-hmm. I think I I really feel like. Um, You know, to keep your roster more intact, um, you know, you need to, you know, to keep the Joneses and and the Rashawn Garys and those people that are, you know, contracts are going to be coming and whatnot. I think Rodgers would be a good, you know, venue to get him into a different place. Let's start moving on. We've got a young roster, young quarterback, let them all grow together. Um, Maybe Jordan Love isn't the answer, you know, maybe it's somebody else, but I, I really feel like. You know, in this day and age of salary cap, um, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if they if they got rid of Bakhtiari. To be honest,
0: I don't know what you're. Yeah, he would save them about six million bucks. He would uh, on on the salary cap. That's if they feel. And again, I go back to what Brian Gudikin said at the end of the season presser when he was asked about that he seemed to kind of lean towards keeping them because he said, look, good left tackles are hard to find. And when David played and he's right, when he played, he played at the all pro level. I mean, he didn't have a drop off when he came back. So I think they might be looking at this, like for 6 million bucks, do you just keep him, And he comes back and plays at that all pro level, or do you start over with a different offensive tackle? And I don't know that they have another left tackle on the roster, that's going to be that good Josh nyman filled in admirably but he's not he wasn't david Bakhtiari. so I, that's a great question whether or not they end up keeping Bakhtiari. appreciate the phone call um so when you talk about moving on you know you you'd be thinking okay if you're moving on you're not bringing back randall cobb yeah i mean you might because randall cobb's not going to cost you a ton and and cobb did have a good season but you always know like Phil Phil in the shadow cobb's going to get hurt He's going to lose, usually lose anywhere from three to five, six games. So you got to be prepared for that. But after that, it might be time to start shedding some things. You know what I mean? One hour down, three more to go. Enjoying the snow in uh, the southern portion of the state of Wisconsin today. And if there's no snow on the ground up in Green Bay, that's <laughs> live life large. You know there's an area where the snow may not affect you at all. And one player talked about it, and now the town is outraged. I'll tell you what I'm talking about when we come back. Hang in there. A lot more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up right after this. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.